good evening. It is 5 p.m. and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 101.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's News Collective, Christina Laurie, Dinah Jansen, Erica Singh, Zayden Bergera, Katrina Johnston, and Mia Lettinen. CFRC's news programming is also brought to you through the support of the local journalism initiative, Queen's University, Little Eyewear at 732 Princess Street, and the Screening Room at ScreeningRoomKingston.com. I'm Christina Laurie, and here are your local news headlines. In a message from the Kingston Frontenac Public Library, KFPL promotes menstrual equity with free period products. Recognizing menstrual products are a necessity and not a luxury, KFPL aims to contribute to menstrual equity by ensuring free pads and tampons are easily accessible to everyone. Introducing free menstrual products in all public washrooms across KFPL branches underscores a commitment to inclusivity, respect, and accessibility for library visitors. Public libraries are strategically positioned to address this need, serving diverse populations in rural and urban areas, including individuals facing financial challenges. According to a 2022 Plan Canada study, one in five of those who menstruate acknowledge that they have struggled to afford products for themselves or dependents and have been forced to ration products because they could not afford more. Kristen LeMay, manager, Branches and Collections, states, quote, our commitment to menstrual equity is reflected in our efforts to enhance accessibility for everyone. We've prioritized making menstrual products readily available in all washrooms, recognizing the diverse needs of our community. Placing these products in men's washrooms is a deliberate choice, ensuring anyone can easily access them for personal use or to support partners, family members, and friends. This project benefits everyone in our communities. It's about fostering an inclusive environment where everyone feels supported and no one faces barriers to essential resources, end quote. On December 6th, KFPL will present a virtual session, How to Talk to Kids About Periods, in collaboration with The Period Purse, a Toronto-based charity dedicated to achieving menstrual equity. The virtual presentation will be conducted in real time using Google Meets starting at 6.30 p.m. Registration is required and can be completed at Cal kfpl.ca. For more information about the period purse, you can visit theperiodpurse.com. Utilities Kingston Home Heating Week is November 27th to December 1st. Join Utilities Kingston during Home Heating Week on November 27th to December 1st. Get expert tips, tricks, and ideas to keep your home comfortable and energy efficient during the colder months while managing your heating costs all winter long. Plus, you can enter a draw for a Google Nest Smart Thermostat. Over 60% of your annual energy costs go towards heating your home, so it's worth heating it as efficiently as possible. Caro Casista, conservation coordinator for Utilities Kingston states, quote, by supporting our customers and making their homes more energy efficient and better managing their utility bills, we're working together to take climate action and reduce our community's carbon footprint, end quote. During Home Heating Week, Utilities Kingston customers are invited to complete an online home heating quiz and be entered into a draw to win a programmable Google Nest smart thermostat. The contest is open from November 27th to December 8th. Contest rules and information and the online home heating quiz will be available at utilitieskingston.com starting on November 27th. You can follow Utilities Kingston on X, at Utilities Kingston and Facebook at Utilities Kingston to get the daily home heating tip from November 27th to December 1st. If you'd like to speak one-on-one with an energy advisor, Utilities Kingston's conservation expert is holding a home heating week office hours on November 29th from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. You can participate in person at 85 Lappins Lane to get practical tips and advice for heating your home this winter. Alternatively, call 613-546-1181 and dial extension 2765 to speak to your Utilities Kingston energy expert. Consider the following tips to help you manage your utility bill. Air leaks account for the largest amount of heat loss from your home. Seal leaks around tight fixtures, windows, exterior doors, attic hatches, pipe, and wire entrances. Wood burning fireplaces, electrical outlets, and ceiling fans. 
Avoid having your thermostat in a room with a fireplace. Keep warm air registers, baseboard heaters, and radiators clean and unblocked. Insulate heating ducts that travel through unheated areas of your home to prevent heat loss. Set the furnace fan switch on automatic instead of on or continuous. Clean or replace the furnace filter frequently to keep your furnace operating efficiently. When buying a new furnace, look for the most energy efficient model you can find. Have a licensed HVAC professional service. Have a licensed HVAC professional service your furnace yearly to ensure it is operating at maximum efficiency. In the winter, set the thermostat to 20 degrees Celsius when you are home and 18 degrees Celsius overnight and when away. You can visit utilitieskingston.com for the following information. Utilities Kingston Smart Thermostat Rebate Program, Energy Saving Rebates and Incentives, Conservation Tips, Other Ways to Manage Your Utility Bill, and Contest Rules for the Google Nest Smart Thermostat Draw. For more information, you can call 613-546-1181 and ask a customer service representative to speak with Conservation, or email conservation at utilitieskingston.com. In a message from the City of Kingston, Household Hazardous Waste Facilities will close for the season. The last drop-off days for the year at the Household Hazardous Waste Facility at the Kingston Area Recycling Center, 196 Lappins Lane, will be Saturday, November 25th and Thursday, November 30th. Before heading out to the waste facility, check your household for hazardous items like pesticides, batteries, solvents, pool chemicals, removers or strippers, paint, paint thinners, oven cleaners, bleach, or antifreeze. See a full list at cityofkingston.ca slash hhw. Also be sure to bring proof of residence. The city reports on households that visit the facility from Kingston as well as from adjacent municipalities. Proof of residency is required upon delivery of household hazardous waste. Never put hazardous waste in the garbage or down the drain. Look for warning labels and instructions on products and handle any potentially hazardous materials with care. Do not mix hazardous materials and when possible bring items in their original containers. Once again for more information visit cityofkingston.ca slash hhw. The Ontario Superior Court has denied the City of Kingston's request for an order to clear the encampment at Bell Park. The city applied for an injunction in the spring after a years-long saga of discussing the encampment at Bell Park. On October 30th and 31st, lawyers for the city of Kingston and for residents of the encampment at Bell Park each presented their submissions before Justice Ian Carter. After the two days of hearings at the Frontenac County Courthouse, Justice Carter did not make a decision at the bench, giving both parties chances to put forth more written submissions throughout November. Justice Carter ruled against the city in the end, finding the use of the city's bylaw against camping equipment use in parks to evict the residents of Bell Park to be unconstitutional. In addition to rejecting the city's request, Justice Carter made an exception to the existing bylaw prohibiting the use of camping equipment in parks, determining that houseless individuals are entitled to use camping equipment overnight. Justice Carter has allowed for the city to apply for a new injunction in the future, so long as it complies with this ruling. Hello, my name is Erica Singh and here are your campus news headlines. Students express concern and frustration as leaked policies reveal significant changes in the Faculty of Arts side for the 2024-2025 academic year. The policies, which were introduced by the Office of the Provost due to the university's financial deficit, include the elimination of small course sections. Under the new policy, undergraduate courses must have a minimum enrollment of 10 students and graduate courses require 5 students or they risk being cut. The faculty is consolidating student support services to achieve $27 million in savings over the next two years. The university's operating deficit of $62.8 million is attributed to the Ontario tuition freeze. Students criticize the lack of transparency and communication about these policies, with many expressing concerns about the long-term impact of what they see as permanent decisions in response to a temporary financial crisis. 
the university has not issued a public statement about these upcoming changes yet. Next, approximately 250 Queen's students and faculty participated in a walkout organized by the Solidarity for Palestinian Human Rights, or SPHR. The march aimed to express solidarity with Palestine, with participants chanting slogans such as Free, Free Palestine and Stop Killing Children. The event included a distribution of posters advocating for the liberation of Palestine. SBHR outlined four demands calling on Queen's University to sever ties with institutions deemed complicit in genocide, divest from companies profiting from Israeli apartheid, which was a strategy used by Queen's in the 1980s during the South African apartheid, and protect all members of the Queen's community from various forms of hate, including anti-Palestinian and anti-Arab racism, as well as anti-Semitism. Participants in the walkout were encouraged to cover their faces for privacy using masks or kafayas, a traditional Palestinian scarf. The march route spanned from Ontario Hall through University Avenue, Union Street to Tyndall Field, and then back to Ontario Hall. This demonstration follows a recent presentation to the AMS Assembly by SBHR, where they called on student leaders to support Palestinian students on campus. Next, this week, both the SGPS and PSAC 901 have announced the closure of their food and security relief programs, highlighting the ongoing challenges faced by graduate students. The SGPS Food and Security Relief Program, which opened on November 16th, had to close just 24 hours later after receiving an overwhelming 458 applications. Due to budget constraints, the SGPS could only fulfill grocery card requests for 50 randomly selected applicants, as stated in a notice on November 23rd. PSAC 901, the labor union representing graduate student workers at Queen's University, initiated its emergency food support fund three times in 2023, relying on community donations. The program aimed to address rampant food insecurity among graduate student workers, received over 1,500 applications, and distributed over 800 grocery gift cards since January, spending a total of $80,000. However, the fund had to close on November 24th due to the complete depletion of available funds. That's all for campus news today. Thank you so much. Now over to Mia with the weather. And now it's time for your CFRC weekend weather forecast. Wednesday, November 29th, at night, it'll be flurries with some snow and a low of plus one. Thursday, November 30th, it'll be a mix of sun and cloud during the day with a high of seven and cloudy with a 40% chance of showers at night with a low of minus two. On Friday, December 1st, it'll be cloudy with a 30% chance of showers and a high of plus five and a clear night, but with a low of minus six. Saturday, December 2nd, it'll be increasingly cloudy during the day with a high of plus one and cloudy at night with a low of zero degrees. Sunday, December 3rd, it'll be cloudy with a 40% chance of showers pretty much all day with a high of plus four during the day and a low of plus three at night. Check back in with us on Monday for the rest of your weather forecast. Now it's time for the weekly traffic report from November 24th through to November 30th in the Kingston area. 
We are first going to be starting off with road closures. On King Street from Place to Arms to the Tragically Hip Way will be closed November 29th from 8.30am to 2pm for the Kingston Frontenac's annual school day game. Market Street from Ontario to King will be closed November 24th at 8am to November 25th at 10am for the Vanier Cup Fan Fest presented by Queen's University. University Avenue from Union to Earl will be closed until December 22nd for the removal of debris from demolition and concrete deliveries at the Queen's John Dutch University Centre project. And now we're going to be moving on to parking disruptions in the Kingston area. Princess Street from Collins Bay to Bay Ridge, expect delays until November 30th for the construction of new sidewalks and traffic signals along Princess Street. Please note that one lane of traffic will be maintained in each direction at all times on Princess Street. This was Kat bringing the weekly traffic report from November 24th through to November 30th. I hope you all have a lovely week. And now it's time for the CFRC Community Concert and Events Calendar from December 6th to December 12th. If you have an event you'd like covered on our website or news programming, contact us via cfrc.ca today. Catch Christopher Jackson playing the Creekside Bar and Grill Wednesday, December 6th from 7 until 10 p.m. for free. The Open Stage Drag Show is Wednesday, December 6th, Kingston's only open stage drag show welcoming drag performers of all experiences to showcase their art and talent on the grad club stage. The show will begin at 8pm and last until 10.30pm and it's $5 to get in. Check out Bill Kirkin's Holiday Honky Tonk Show with special guests Suzanne Jarvie and Rocky Roberts Wednesday, December 6th at Hotel Wolf Island. It'll last from 7pm until 10pm and tickets are available now for $46. The Royal Jam is celebrating its 400th show with a gala Thursday, December 7th at Blue Martini. It's free to get in and it'll begin at 9pm. Don't miss Statesman of the Piano, Jazz, Race, and History in the Life of Lou Hooper, a book launch and panel discussion with samples of Hooper's music and some snacks provided this Thursday, December 7th at the Broom Factory. It'll last from 5 until 8pm and it's free to get in. On Thursday, December 7th, band Clear Breeze will be playing some instrumental jazz groove at Hotel Wolf Island from 6 until 8pm for free. Also Thursday, December 7th at the Isabel Bader Center for the Performing Arts, catch Tim Baker and Haley Hendricks presented by Flying V Productions from 8 until 11 p.m. Tickets are available now for around $50. And Tyler Forks will be playing a free show at the Tiernan Aug Thursday, December 7th from 9 until midnight. Catch band Reconsider Baby from Belleville playing the Royal Tavern 2.0 on Friday, December 8th, beginning at 8 p.m. for free. You can also catch Tara Lightfoot, Juno-nominated musician from Hamilton, Ontario, playing Doghouse Studios in Napanee Friday, December 8th, beginning at 7.30. Tickets are $25 in advance and $35 at the door. Catch Dennis Bowman, The Wild Roses, and Elliot C. Way playing some original country and rock and roll at Blue Martini on Friday, December 8th. Show begins at 10 p.m. with doors at 8 and tickets are $15 at the door. 
Check out A Tyler Shaw Christmas with Tyler playing your favorite Christmas classics presented by KCFF and KPP Concerts Saturday, December 9th at the Broom Factory. The show will be from 7.30 until 10 p.m. and it's $35 for general admission and $95 for the VIP package. Also, the Swinging Christmas Show, presented by The Fats with Michael K. Myers and three other vocalists, will be at the Club RCHA Saturday, December 9th from 8pm until 11pm for free. And celebrate the holidays with Miss Emily, a -a one-of-a-kind Christmas celebration with a whole band and special guests at the Isabel Bader Center for the Performing Arts at 7.30pm on Saturday, December 9th. Tickets available now for $10 to $40. Rumpus, Canadian house music legend, comes to the mansion December 9th, featuring special guests Matt Almedia, Deep Frex, and Charles. The show will begin at 10pm and tickets are available for $15 online or $20 at the door. Sunday, December 10th, Advent to Christmas, a candlelight service presented by St. James Church on 10 Union Street from 4.30 until 5.30pm and admission by donation. And on December 12th, check out the Barra McNeils, an East Coast Christmas presented by Shantaro Productions at the Kingston Grand Theatre. The show will begin at 7.30 p.m. and tickets are available now for $65. And now it's time for the CFRC Community Concert and Events Calendar for November 29th through to December 5th. Have an event you'd like to be covered on our website news programming? Contact us via cfrc.ca today. On November 29th, come and pet Oscar, our fluffy golden retriever, St. John's Ambulance Therapy Dog, and meet his handler, John. Drop in at any point during the hour. Oscar will be at Mitchell Hall every Wednesday at noon by the Student Wellness Services Office on the main floor. Also on November 29th, join the Okanagan branch for Wine Wednesday, a virtual wine tasting event with Frying Estate Winery. Aaron Dietzel, ArtSci alumni from Frying Estate Winery, will guide alumni through a virtual wine tasting showcasing five exciting wines from this historic beachfront estate winery located in West Kelowna in the Okanagan Valley. Learn more about the winery and the blend of sustainability and advanced technology used to produce their award-winning wines. Register at queensu.ca. This event will be from 9.30 to 11pm for Queens alumni only. On November 30th, the Science Rendezvous Kingston is an annual event hosted by Queens Vice Principal Research Portfolio at the Leon Centre in May. Many research groups at Queen's have been participating in SRK for the past few years and use the event as an opportunity to improve researchers' and students' communications and outreach skills. Join this session to learn more about Science Rendezvous and how to join our team of over 430 volunteers to promote your research program. Register at queensu.ca. This event will be at the Miller Museum of Geology from 3 to 4.30 p.m. 
Also on November 30th, we will host two fantastic astronomers, physicists, Mark Richardson and Steve Sakula, who will go head-to-head -head in a debate over theory versus experiment. The event will be hosted by local astrobuff Nick Aurora. There will be time for questions and discussion, and the speakers and other local scientists will mingle with the audience between and after the talks, providing lots of opportunities to chat with some keen astronomers. There will also be a trivia session with questions related to astronomy, with prizes given out to the winners. The event is free and open to all ages. This will be located at the Kingston Brewing Company from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. Moving on to December 1st. In 2018 to 2019, the Faculty of Arts and Science introduced pre-doctoral fellowships for Indigenous students. The first of its kind in Canada, the program is designed to support the intellectual and scholarly development of senior doctoral candidates in ways that position them for success. Join us at 4 p.m. on Friday for an online information session to learn more about this opportunity. This session will include a brief 15-minute presentation on the program and application process, followed by a 30-minute Q&A and conversation. For further information and to register, visit pre-doc's webpage at queensu.ca. This event will be from 4 to 5 p.m. On December 2nd is yoga with the Pre-Law Society. Tickets will be available later in the fall semester. Ticket pricing for QP PLS members is $7 minimum. Queen's community members is $10 minimum. There will be more information at queensu.ca and this will be located at the KCVI gym from 5 to 7 p.m. On December 3rd, it's time. A Doll's House is out. Let's go into theater with You Theater Society and listen to this adaptation. This will be performed in Mandarin with English subtitles. Through this narrative, we delicately unravel the silent agonies borne by Chinese women in the labyrinth of contemporary matrimony. Venturing to the shadows of oppression and navigating the corridors of marital confines, we question. The pricing will be $8 for students and $12 for general without handling fee. This will be located at the Theological Hall Rotunda Theatre from 7.30 to 10.30 p.m. On December 4th, two SLGPTQ plus students are invited to join Shannon Gendron from 4.30 to 6 p.m. for guided mindfulness and meditation at the Yellow House. Register at queensu.ca. On December 5th, all are welcome to come enjoy some games, candies, music, and our property of NG Queer's Squid Hat. Drop-ins are bi-weekly. Stop by BMH218 anytime between 4pm and 7pm. On December 5th is Varsity Culture Day. Culture Day aims to spread cultural awareness and provide a platform for student-athletes to express their individuality. Doors will open at 4pm with the show from 5pm to 7pm. The cost is free and registration is required at queensu.ca prior to Friday, December 1st at 5 p.m. The ticket includes food, entertainment, gear, and a photo booth. Prizes to be won by spectators and top three talent acts. Also on December 5th, Queen Starts With Youth Club is hosting a plant potting extravaganza. You'll be given a plant and you can make a flower pot. This is a safe space and stress-free workspace that allows students to take part in calm discussion. You get a slip of affirmation with the plant and can plant your hopes and watch them grow. This event is 100% free and open to all Queen students. The event will be from 6 to 8.30pm. Drop in at Humphrey Hall, room 132. This was Kat bringing you the CFRC Community Concert and Events Calendar for November 29th through to December 5th. I hope you all have a lovely weekend and week.
Thank you for tuning in to CFRC's local news programming. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, be sure to head to our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Today in YGK is brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the local journalism initiative, Queen's University Career Services, What'll I Wear at 732 Princess Street, and the Screening Room at ScreeningRoomKingston.com. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next. What'll I Wear offers the best in vintage, funky, one-of-a-kind treasures, clothing, accessories, and a fabulous selection of jewels, vintage and new. Find the cutest purse, the most dashing of hats and sunglasses, everything to complete your individual look. What'll I Wear has it all. They can dress you from top to bottom. Find your new fashion fave at What'll I Wear at 732 Princess Street in Kingston. Visit their new location and follow them on Facebook to keep up to date with what's in store at What'll I Wear. 